All right, so it's been a long time coming, and finally you are about to listen to a nice recording and conversation to talk something, nothing, we don't even know yet ourselves. Join in, join here. My name is Giovanni, and uh, I'm accompanied by my good friend Matt Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Gio. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been talking about doing these for a while, and uh, we still don't really know what's going on, but we'd like to share this out to the internet, see whoever can listen, and, and hopefully gain a little something. Uh, me and Matt have been great friends for a long time, and we're always having these deep conversations, and you know, we, we thought that maybe there's a place for other people to get into it as well and, and get in part of the conversation. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, again, to your point, that's something that we've always naturally done over the years as we've known each other. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think we, you and I, while we do have similar interests in terms of what we talk about, hence why, you know, we've had conversations that ultimately led up to this podcast. But I think we also have very different perspectives in terms of how we view some of the topics that we have an interest in. So I think having mm-hmm. this collaboration is a great That's way a to point. look at things in a couple of different angles. And not only does it allow each of us to see something that we maybe uh, weren't aware of fully um, prior to hearing that right. information in that perspective, but hopefully for other people as well, as they hear these different things um, from each of our own perspectives and how those ultimately come together, you know, they can yeah. find a way to resonate with it in a way that suits them best. Yeah, and in a way it's also just therapeutic. You know, it really helps. Personally, it helps. And uh, so we're going to we're going to jump right into it. And some we want to talk about that's that's, you know, to me, Matt, and and you're going to you're going to get involved in this, too. And it's a big thing. It's very mysterious. But I want to talk about connecting with the realm. And uh, when we think about the realm, I guess that's that's more of an older term. Think about the planet. You know, where we are in existence is, is what I'm talking about. But I'm also speaking about the facility that lets us exist here. And that's that's kind of the realm, like the whole infrastructure that's happening, not just it's a rock that we live on. And uh, hopefully you can elevate your we can elevate our understanding of the planet beyond just a rock with some dirt. And anyways, the realm it wants to help you out. It wants to help us out, Matt. You know, once it's it wants us to do good because we're here on top of it, and it wants us to make it more beautiful. It wants us to organize things, uh, and so in a way, the realm also wants feedback from you, and it wants to know what you're thinking and what's hard and what is too easy and what are the things you like to do. And if we and if we're not in a um, in a good relationship or in a good communication with the realm. It could be very difficult. And one thing, and one one way that I found out about how to see a lot of positive change in my life and really steer my life in whichever direction I wanted is I started finding different ways to communicate with the realm and letting it know what I'm what I'm up to basically and what I'm thinking and and what are the things that I'm interested in uh, and and. For me, the the best way to do that was to be productive, to be creative. And creativity, uh, you know, Matt, if I were to ask you, what is something creative? And just off the top of your head, what would you say? Some things. I think the obvious things that come to mind are your your traditional notions of creativity. So art would be something that kind of comes Mm -hmm. to mind. But really, I think it's also any endeavor that... Uh, requires um, some focus and being able to do something that's unique to 
each and every one's faculties. Um, certainly doesn't have to just be your art, um, but to give you to answer your question, that that comes to mind immediately. Yeah, and I and I think that's pretty common too. Is when we say creative, we think of creative professionals and artists and painters and things like that. And and uh, I want to dial that down a bit. So making a making a food, making a, a meal for three people to eat, that's creating, and that is nourishing people as well. So that's doing a great service, and it is creating. It's maybe not imaginative, uh, because we know what ingredients are, and but just because it's not in that uh, imaginary realm of of these bigger ideas in the art world, doesn't mean it's not creative. So. A person who likes to cook for their family, that can be a creative way to let out energy. And by giving that energy out, the realm can start to quantify it. It can start to say, hey, this person is really into cooking and really into feeding people. Okay, cool. That's what they do. And uh, what might be different than, per, than and so hold on, there's, there's this creativity, this energy that we get and kind of this value that can be assigned to us based on our, our, how much how productive we are. If we're talking, if we're trying to share good things with people, if we're writing things, if we're cooking, if we're organizing maybe, if we're helping other people, we can make a kind of, the, the reality has a way to look at these values and say, okay, this guy is, this girl is really doing a lot. Let me try to send some challenges her way. Maybe let me try to send uh, a difficult situation and see if she can overcome it and, and really master it. And it can start to talk to you like that when it knows what you're up to. But if if we're never doing anything or if, for example, this podcast, if we just talked about it all the time and we never got it out, it, uh, it remains trapped. Yeah, it's just kind of trapped there. And because it's stuck around, uh, it's not in rotation, it's not recycling, and it's kind of difficult for the reality to go ahead and talk to you. And so... For example, like animals. An animal, it's not really, they're, they're producing, uh, but what they do is really like maintain. They're going to be doing the same thing. And the animals have been doing the same thing, which is perfectly fine, but that uh, they're not creating in the same way. They don't cook, they don't use fire. Humans use the fire. And because of that, we're on a, we're engaging with the reality in a different way. The realm might look at somebody, look at uh, a being. Let's say it has a bunch of beings on it, and it doesn't know if they're human, they're animal, they're plants. All these things are doing different roles, and the animal's role, one of the one of the roles of the animals, is they uh, they help break the planet down. They help they help the cycle of life happen. They they uh, control population. They help they help with the environment. Animals are doing these things, but at the same time, animals are not productive. They don't build. They don't build houses. They don't build roads. And the Hamanu, the human, they do these kind of things. They invented fire, or they were given fire, or whatever. They cook meals. They have culinary. They they make shoes with shoelaces that they wear on their feet. And so uh, the Manu act a lot differently than animals because they're on a higher level of existence. And I think when I realized this, I was able to to try and, and connect with the reality and communicate with it in a way that would show it, hey, I'm existing on this higher uh, form of life. I'm doing different things than animals. I'm doing different things than plants. And I kind of need some feedback on that. I kind of need, uh, need 
to live to live in a higher way and not just in the in the animal world. Yeah, and if you're uh, only sorry, Gina, it kind of like reminds me of this quote, um, you know, to who much is given, much is expected. Where you know, because we have these gifts, you know, we we shouldn't be not not to say that animals and plants and all that are inferior. They they play a very important role. You know, they they maintain Mm -hmm. or keep the system, the ecosystem running. But because we are man and woman, we need to uh, do more because that's what we've been given. That the, the, we weren't supposed to just, you know, right, be bees right. and do the maintain the system as is. And because of exactly. that, we have to do more. And that's not a bad thing whatsoever. Is that sort of a, what you're getting at? Yeah, exactly. And so there's no, yeah, there's no better or worse off. But because we can do more, I'm saying we should. And I'm saying there's a benefit to doing it that the more you are doing, it doesn't mean become a workaholic. It's not what it means. But the more you're expressing yourself and living the kind of drive that you have on the inside, not just what else we have to do and not just these mundane jobs that that we might have throughout our life. I've had plenty of mundane jobs, you know, not just that not just the going through the motions, but really expressing who I am. What is it that that is coming out of me, out through my heart? When you're starting to do these things, that's the productive and create creative you that we can get feedback from. And and uh, and as you do more of that, it's going to open up your eyes to different opportunities that are around. And I and you know, Matt, I would like if you could mention a few things or open up this discussion about what is, you know, what is a good way or what are some tools we could use to help open up these avenues and like, you know, and give us, give us new eyes into being productive, being creative, expressing ourselves. What are some things you you think about? You know, the the general gist of some of the things you say, you know, you know, some of the core isn't new in terms of there have been, you know, religions that have talked about things or you may have heard, some this idea of like the secret where if you desire something, you know, the universe will conspire to help you. And, you know, this isn't necessarily that, but there is there is a reason why those types of ideas came to fold. And I think it is because people have noticed in an extent, maybe they didn't find the exact reason why, you know, it happened the way it did or how it worked. But there is a general sense of something greater than, you know, just the individual and how, um, you know, the universe or the realm, whatever you want to call it, can work in your favor. But I think it requires not only to understand that, but then have the bright mindset to be able to see those opportunities. Um, sometimes right. those opportunities have been staring you at the face this entire time, and you never really noticed it because you weren't in the right mindset. So for me, mm-hmm. as I've been thinking about these types of things, you know, one thing that I like to share is what I call the power of your own self-concept. And it's something that I've thought about for myself, mm-hmm. and really everyone has, where you know, you think about who you are, and you think perhaps of what behaviors you do, your, your thoughts, your actions, really sort of the whole story, whether it's true or not, um, of your kind of life and experiences that shaped, you know, who you are, which then can inform how you may be in the future. And mm-hmm. for me, the longest time, you know, I, I thought of myself as a certain way. But what I've learned is that that self-concept is dynamic, not static. It's something that can change. And ideally, you change it for the better. So what I'd argue and what I'd like to share is the fact that you can have great power to understand what the realm is uh, looking to give you and to be able to seize on those opportunities if you have a powerful, positive self-concept about who mm. you are. Um, so being able to realize that 
you can change for the better, that you can grow and evolve, um, and know that you can practice things such as meditation or presence and productivity and creativity in a way that's unique to yourself. Those are all different things that can allow you to have reinforcement of you being able to be, you know, a positive being. And I think when you have um, a positive frame of mind, you're abundant, again, you're present and focused, and you're doing sort of the creative things that you outlined, whether they're your traditional art, mm-hmm. artistic forms, or something else, that's when the universe or the realm is going to be able to pick up those signals um, and to be able exactly. to s- serve I- what you need. Go on, Gino. Yeah, we uh, we we made a comparison before about, you know, you, you're, you have, uh, let's say there's a lot of uh, tribulation in your life and turmoil and there's just so much going on and you can't you have no focus uh, your brain is our brains are cl- clouded with things and we're trying to see clearly and it becomes difficult to communicate as if there was static in the way so we might be trying to send a message out to help you know we need some help I don't know what's going on but because we have all this static and all this uh, whatever you know whatever else we have in our lives that's just causing us turmoil we could be trying to communicate on a channel that is just filled with static and and we're not getting through clearly. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And I think about what you said about how the universe can categorize or be able to tell if you're an animal or if you're a human um, by perhaps how you behave or what signals you're transmitting. So I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're more in that neutral state, whether you're sort of in that just kind of dur state going through the motions not really thinking about what you're doing you're just doing it just because um i think the universe then won't be able to distinguish you from an animal or maybe even something less than that. right right um, but if you are sending those positive clear signals by being productive positive then the planet can register oh that that's a clear transmission that's a human what mm-hmm. does he or she does exactly need at this point in time and again it's not to say oh i want if I'm very positive and I wish that I had a million dollars and a and a, and yeah, a hot no. girlfriend, like that's just <laughs> going to pop up on my doorstep. It's not about that type of thing. It's not superficial. It's more of like, what do you need to evolve to become, to mm-hmm. elevate to an even higher level of consciousness? You know, maybe the exactly. universe what, and do something weird that you didn't want, but actually yeah. it's for better for you. Exactly, because ultimately the way that you, the answer you're going to get and the help you're going to get is going to be a bad scenario. And in a, it's gonna seem like a bad scenario or something. There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a challenge, you know. And and I find that the reality is giving us challenges to help us out, not giving us answers, and not like you're saying, just throwing a bag of cash in front of our doorstep. But maybe we met somebody who, uh, their their cousin just owned a business, and it's exactly that opportunity you needed to paint a wall because you had a mural in mind. And it's something like that, but then even that guy's an asshole, and the the project takes forever. So there's there's many more things, and it's never just. I asked, you know, like a, it's not like a request where hey, can I have this? And the realm's like, yeah, sure, here you go, you know, because the realm can't talk like that. Yeah, absolutely. So it has to give you more in these challenges and these scenarios to build you up to strengthen you. Right, because yeah, that's not the whole. Yeah, if it, if it didn't talk that way, then what would be the point? It's about you know growth evolution and you know oftentimes that's painful and you can look at nature you know metamorphosis or the other other things that happen with plants that show that hey sometimes you have to go through some pain in order to grow and you can tie it to human Mm. examples whether it's working out or building up a skill so having that in mind and realizing that it's a good thing allows you to see these opportunities in a different light that end up 
you know, allowing you to have appreciation for it and to ultimately use it to your benefit. Um, so I think, for example, mm-hmm. if there was, you know, two people exactly the same, except one had didn't have a positive self-concept and the other did and was aware of what the realm could do, you know, you may get a situation such as, oh, I just got fired from my job. And the person who has the negative self-concept would think of it as the end of the world. Mm. Why me? This yep. is terrible. Whereas the other person would then say, oh, you know what? You know, just making it up. But, you know, hey, maybe that was something that I needed. Or now this is a great time for me to yeah. take some time off to reflect, you know, start new. You know, exactly. So again, it's the same type of thing. You know, the external circumstance that happens to someone. Yeah, the same scenario. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and that, you know, that touches on your point about the self-concept as a tool is uh, even though and and I think this is the previous part of this discussion that with the self-concept, it doesn't mean that you believe you're perfect, but it's uh, it's a way for you to get towards things. And so even if the situation doesn't seem perfect, you can say, you know what, I'm a pretty smart person. I'm, I'm always looking out for the better thing. I'm positive. You know, I'm calm and relaxed. I'm I'm productive. I know what I like to do. Having those things pre-built when a scenario comes up, like say you lost your job, now you're going to be like, wow, cool, I get a new opportunity. Whereas the other, you know, someone else might say, damn, I have no opportunity. I just have my opportunity taken away. You know, and so that, that concept as a tool of even though I'm not there, I'm getting there. Or this is like what's taking us over to there. Absolutely. You know, that's it's kind of scarcity versus abundance mindset. And then again, also static versus dynamic. You know, can I change or am I always mm-hmm. going to be the same? And I'd argue it's you, you absolutely can change and you can either change for the worse or for the better, but you're not, you know, rarely you're going to just stay static. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, for me, as I've been wor- working on this on my own personal journey and building up a positive self-concept, you know, some of the traps that, you know, others might see or and certainly that I had was that, you know, I told myself, hey, for example, if I thought I was, you know, lazy or I just I wasn't the type mm-hmm. of person cut out for something or I, to be productive in the mornings, making it up. And, you know, I would tell myself, mm-hmm. hey, well, if I start saying that I am that fo- type of focused person, you know, am I lying to myself? Am I being disillusional, disingenuous? And yeah, is this bull? Am I bullshitting myself? Yeah, basically? am I bullshitting myself? And what I would say is one, you know, so what? Because, you know, likely the story that you make for yourself and what I make for myself isn't, you know, fully based Mm -hmm. in reality anyway. So why not use it as a tool? That's very true. (laughs) Yeah, you know, so why not use it as a tool to help you? And again, this isn't to be delusional Mm. to say I'm this type of, you know, focus, you know, person without action. The idea is that when you start telling yourself this dialogue, you'll start seeing opportunities, you'll start doing things, taking action that'll help reinforce it. And it's like a muscle that you build up over time. So keep it at that right. way. Don't don't fall don't let your ego or mind fall into this trap to prevent you from embracing this idea. I would say, you know, give it a shot. Again, it's better to be positive versus negative for a variety of reasons. But when you choose to have that positive self concept, know that again to your point, it's a journey. It's about the trajectory and direction that you're moving towards. And exactly, um, yeah. when you embrace that you know, a lot of great things will happen. Not only will you be productive and creative, um, you'll see opportunities also that the realm presents for itself and you'll learn to see it for what it really is and have appreciation for it. Yeah, and something that having a, you know, and I've had a pretty strong self-concept throughout my whole life and uh, it's definitely given me great persistence and that's for damn sure. And (laughs) even if it gave me nothing Mm -hmm. else, it's just, it's an incredible ability to persist and keep moving through something 
And uh, because you can always fall back on the, well, I'm, you know, I have all these good things about me. I, ha- I like to do all these great things. I, you know, you build up, you build yourself up to yourself, not to anyone else. So that when everything else falls apart, you go back to you and you're like, well, I still draw really good. Uh, well, I still write some poems that are kind of that I like to write, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and then that's all you got. And because you're at the bottom, you can get pushed back into a scenario. And I've had this just like you said about the about the not working. You know, I got laid off. And the fir- the next day I was like, this is probably the best opportunity in my life right now. Whereas a, the, another person, you know, and many friends told me you're the most cheerful, unemployed person I've ever met because I'm always thinking there's something else going on here. There's more things happening, not less. This is this is a great way to, to grow higher instead of stay at the same plane. And I would always look at it like that. And so when when having that positive self-concept let me rely on myself, basically, to like bring myself through hard times. Yeah. Which are a little bit different. But when you're in hard times, when you have that, you'll the reality again, and if you're communicating with it, it's giving you that hard time for a reason, and and uh, and now to get out of that hard time is where you really need the clear vision, and that's when you really need to start building the self concept. Or we, you know, I find that having a strong self concept in those times, and then communicating to whatever whatever level I can, whatever level is possible, those are the things that I start to see results and start to pick me up out of that situation into way higher situations. Oh, yeah, 100%, brother. I mean, that like everything you just said there, especially when it comes to adversity and all that, like if, if the realm ever needed to, you know, you know, and whatever it is, uses to like identify, you know, what being is what, like what category they fall in, like it's those trying times where, you know, it's going to say, mm-hmm. oh, that is someone who, you know, is on a higher conscious level because there's no one else around him, certainly not the animals that are, you know, responding in that in that manner to whatever adversity. That's a so, good point. So it's definitely a way to really show a clear signal to the realm um, about who you are and that you're ready for, you know, whatever challenges or or gifts really that, um, you know, it may present to mm-hmm. you. And another point I want to bring up about uh, about communicating with the realm, and it sounds very vague, and the word realm and the word communicate are also kind of vague. Uh, but, but I think, I think it also comes down to like an audience. You know, if we think about making something, and I get timid, or if, or I have friends who they, you know, they make, they do, they produce some stuff, but they're really too timid, and they want it to be perfect before they release it, and they can't. And then I check up on them a year or two later, and nothing. They never made anything. And in, in the end, though, everything I'm doing productive or everything we're doing, Matt, you know, it, it's, it is for the realm and for yourself. And when I'm doing these creative things, I'm doing it because it's coming from the inside of me. And when I'm doing things like that coming from the inside of me, those pure kind of expressions are exactly what the realm can look at directly. And they can say, OK, this guy is really about it. You know, he wants to do these things, and I could see it every time he does art. It could be something different. It could be, you know, cleaning someone's house or taking care of a loved one. That could be also that same thing. But for me, it's this. And I'm not, and and I'm not worrying about. Oh, will someone read this? Will someone see this? Will a lot of people see it? Will nobody see it? Well, well, the realm is going to see it, and that's what matters to me. 
is, is to make and do these things and express this inner energy that's coming out in a way because it's because it's natural to me and and let that inner drive let that start to do the communicating let that start to you know influence and uh, direct what else is happening and then I'm then I start to see more clear signs okay more there's more opportunity there's an opportunity here that was there and I didn't see it before because I was it's kind of clouded I wasn't really doing things for me I was doing it for other people now that I start doing it for me I'm doing what I do what's coming out of the inside of me what do you know uh, there's this opportunity happening yeah absolutely and you know just like you I, you know I hesitate to put too many too many words to try to describe what it looks like because I don't want to you know put too many parameters on it because it, it is unique to each and every person but you know just a few mm-hmm. things that you know it could look like um, depending on the person includes you know in, in my opinion you know being present um, you know focused or having intention behind whatever it is you're mm-hmm. doing whether it's mm-hmm. serving others or working on a, on a craft or anything um, you know production creativity and you know likely you know an aura of positivity and abundance again you know, it could be any combination of those things, or it could be something else, depending on the person, but just to kind of dimensionalize what it could look like, you know, it could be a combination of those. But I think whenever mind state you're in, you said something around, you know, letting the energy out, I think that's a huge component is using the the, the energy that, you know, is inside all of us and, and letting it out in a, in a healthy way. Yeah. Because you could, and because we know what happens if you don't let it out. Right. You know? Yeah, you know, it can do it builds up, it ends up not being recycled, which is a term you've used before and, and um you know, it can kind of create yeah. a lot of angst and negativity as well if it's not used honed in, in a right way. Right. It could even become spoiled inside of us and turn into anger, turn into violence, you know, and we're and we're not expressing ourselves and uh and and then we can kind of get ourselves off a of track or just mess up our own stuff because we have so much we're we're not in the rotation of things and the recycling it, it seems like a you know like an ecology kind of way but i'm talking about the system of life is recycling it's we're breathing air that someone else already breathed and then we're going to breathe it out and then someone else is going to breathe it and then the plants are going to breathe it but if we try to hold on to all the air one we're going to have too much air that we don't need two we're going to have a problem because at a certain point all the air that we have is going to turn into carbon and we need to give it to a plant in order for it to turn it back into oxygen. And and when we stop that cycle and we want to hold it, not maybe we don't want to, but it just happens through ba- through whatever. Now we're not we're not using those other facilities to to change that energy into something else for us. We're holding all of it onto ourselves. Yeah. And I'm and I'm saying, you know, let it, let it out. Let it out through through creativity. Let it out through, if you got anger, let it out through drawing. You know, whatever, painting and running, maybe doing exercise could be a good thing. Whatever it is, let, let that stuff come out of you and let it be natural and, and make it stupid. Like, we're doing this recording. This is our first one. And it feels kind of funny to us. But we're still doing it because that's going to help us down the line. It's going to become more refined you know, but we're now getting that same kind of energy we've had built up inside of us out and seeing what happens with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that, and yeah, and I mean, that's why, you know, we, we chose to do this and that's why this has been, you know, very helpful for me because, you know, while you've had your, you've had a lot more creative outlets, you know, in a variety of fields compared to myself, you know, I don't, I didn't have as many. So to have something like this mm. along with the writing or blogging, or whatever, 
you know, the, just to get the ideas out of the head and into the world, you know, regardless if anyone else ever hears them is, you know, is pretty powerful in and of itself. Um, yeah. And Matt, how could you, could you describe, you know, cause I am coming from a different background with having a lot, having a lot of artistic creativity as well, you know, in the, over the last couple of years, uh, what, what is, what are some kind of maybe not benefits, but changes or ways that you've been able to get out this creativity and you mentioned writing recording things like how how have you also been able to develop creativity outside of just the world of art or the the known you know that the general understanding of creativity yeah absolutely and, and this is a good transition by the way i think we've already you know done enough to bridge kind of the two concepts that we shared together and mm-hmm. now you know going into sort of applications and examples so you know i definitely like to start and that i'd love to hear kind of your perspective as well but you know for okay. me and this ties to something you said earlier in this uh in this conversation but you know how some people they get they let perfect get in the way of good or, you know, analysis paralysis. Mm. They sort of, they, whatever it is that usually kind of perfection or whatever can get in the way of actually creating things. And that was always something, a struggle Mm -hmm. I have because I'm very much a thinker, very much a thinker more than a doer. And uh, Mm. as far as like being able to think of all sorts of different ideas, very imaginative, very creative, but, um, you know, I felt tension when the, those ideas just sort of stayed in my head, you know, they ruminated, you know, but when I started to write, you know, j- just mm-hmm. again for myself, um, you know, that was pretty cathartic just to be able to get the ideas out. Because when the energy is kind of just in there, it's, it, it can end up being sort of like a weight that kind of just holds you down. Ah, that's a good point. You're using mental energy just to sort of remember things, you know, remember these things. And, you know, and then ultimately mm. if you lose it, then, you know, what was the point? What was the point if, you know, you forget it or if it doesn't help you or if it doesn't help the Yeah, world? or things that just you can't stop thinking about it because it's not getting out you know the opposite like a poem that you've never written that just keeps on coming back to you and back to you yeah absolutely so it can be anything so you know i say that first before answering your question just to say like that was something that sort of got in my way was to not acting because of you know these ideas of being Mm. perfect or whatever and i think that's something that a lot of people can relate to but you know as Mm -hmm. far as um you know what were the outlets you know, in addition to the traditional things such as writing, blogging, you know, podcasting, or even these conversations, um, I would say, you know, once I realized the benefit of creativity, I was able to kind of define what creativity means for myself in my own way. You know, mm. I'm, I'm not, I don't okay. do arts, you know, I don't do architecture, I don't do woodworking like yourself. But, you know, right. when I was able to understand that creativity is important and that it doesn't need to be defined in a traditional sense. I was able to notice mm-hmm. creativity, creative opportunities in the day to day. That includes for me, you know, thinking about my own strengths, my aptitudes and how I can combine those in a way to, you know, influence my interactions. So that can include things mm-hmm. like, um, you know, everyday conversations, being able to qu- sort of spin it in a way where I can, you know, inject some humor that, you know, no one else has, you know, to really make someone, right, right. you know, really understand some lesson or to really make them laugh or if I'm in the office, you know, really selling a story or giving a presentation that really wows mm-hmm. people, you know, taking them through a journey, um, you know, based off my own personality, my types of insights, nice. being able to and your skill set and my skill set. So, you know, it, it really it, it, when you realize that creativity, you know, really has no bounds, but you you understand mm-hmm. what how you can bring how you can bring it to life, knowing your own strengths and what you like, then, you know, creativity can be found in, in the day to day. Um, 
in any little interactions. So those are just a couple of yeah. just day-to-day examples, but there's a lot of little things too where I think creativity comes to life because I'm aware of what I'm trying to do and um, mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm being intentional about being creative. Um, so yeah, those, those are nice. just a couple of examples there, but um, you know I think another thing that's worth talking about here is the so what. So like how do you we, – we've talked a bit about the importance of the realm we've talked about the importance Mm -hmm. of the self-concept but i wonder if maybe we've already talked a bit about this so what but sort of the how like how can someone get started um to start embracing these ideas because again it's not something that's going to happen overnight but how can we definitely recommend uh improving kind of connecting with the realm and then also you know having a Mm self-concept i have uh great recommendations as always but it's not juicy Matt, and it's not some <laughs> spectacular uh, secret out of a book written by a guru. Uh-huh. It's super, super damn simple, and so simple, it's probably the reason it gets skipped over. And uh, uh, the first one is just meditation, you know. I call it mechanical meditation, but whatever it means to you to have silence in your brain for at least 10 minutes of no thinking, uh, that really has helped me reset my mind and kind of get back to a a clean slate of thinking to be able to think clear again without a lot of concepts that have just been added up over time and I noticed that when I get away from my practice of meditating and get back into it I see how how clogged up it is and how much static there is good or bad or not I could be having all positive thoughts and still making static and it's just things you heard in the background and it, it and uh and I'm always battling this like how much static do I let there be before I've got to meditate but that's that has helped me communicate not maybe not even with the realm but just with my own self and with my machinery and and being calm about that mm-hmm. that's definitely helped me another thing that's really helped me is being disciplined and that is just it sounds super simple like okay you, you do what you say you do uh, but it's definitely difficult, and that's a super long road to, to, it's a super skill to have and to do. But when you're disciplined, you can, you can, it's, it's almost like not so much about the productive aspect, but discipline in the way that you can self-correct. You can say, hey, that's not, that's not what I normally do. Hey, I haven't meditated in a week and a half. What's going on? Hey, look, you know, you haven't even drawn yet today. You know, that mm-hmm. is the kind of discipline to, and so to, to also, I guess, chat like, not chat, kind of like challenging yourself, but checking in on yourself. And I think that's kind of where meditation is going. I got to check in on myself. Where am I at? Where are my energy levels at? Can I really go out tonight? You know, where can I, can I really have a, a great conversation with somebody when I got all this other stuff in my mind? Where am I at? And so checking in with yourself, being disciplined, meditating, to me, those, those things started to, to head in towards that. I can be productive and creative all the time because I'm checking in with myself. I'm making sure that I have a poem that I need to write. And I wrote, uh, so far I wrote like four lines of it and it's it's bothering me because I need to write the rest of it. And I don't know what it is yet, but I'm checking in with myself and said, hey, is it time to write a poem? Okay, okay, maybe not. And, you know, I'm going to keep on doing that. So for me, th- those those are some kind of recommendations on a day-to-day basis. I guess... That's a whole different conversation too. Like, what is discipline? What? How can mm-hmm. you specifically recommend discipline? But on the whole, I think I think 
those that's what i that's my piece about it yeah and, um, you know i think kind of one of the things i take away you know in addition to those you know practices and and traits or characteristics um you know i really think it just comes one of the main things it comes down to is just having more presence and intentionality behind what you do and i think one thing mm-hmm. you know when you know we first talked about this you know prior to this recording you know, one thing that you mm-hmm. once said was, you know, you could start small if needed, you know, erase expectations and do even something like folding paper for 20 minutes. Like, and the idea was like, right. I think you said, um, you know, you can do something seemingly as mundane as folding paper, but if you do it with, you know, intention and, mm-hmm. you know, presence and you, you think You're gonna be great. it in a different way. Yeah. You, that, that in itself can be creative. It can be small. Um, so I think there's sort of like mm. the mindset and attitude behind what it's not almost... It's not always what what you do. You know, you could fold paper meaningly or flip burgers meaningly. But if you decide to, you know, flip burgers because you're really passionate about what you're doing or you want to make the best damn burger for your family, you know, whatever it mm-hmm. is, like those can be two <laughs> totally different things. So I think yeah. the, the how you do it and the intention behind it, I think, is a, is a big key uh, more so than the what. That's a good se. point. Yeah. And that's that's kind of getting to this. To a, I guess a lot of what we're going to talk about is really these fundamentals. You know, on a fundamental level, taking small steps and like you're saying, on a fundamental level to, to why are we doing things? The, the What am I going into this for as opposed to what am I actually doing? Yeah. And then again with me, with discipline, you know, we're on a fundamental level is uh, is uh, where these, where we're, we're like directing all this conversation to that kind of, that area. Yeah, I mean, every little thing we're talking about here could have its own episode or tangent, I'm sure, because they're all interrelated and all that. Um, but, um, you know, as for me, you know, in addition to what you said, I think, um, you know, have sort of the powerful self-concept. There's a lot of ways to do it. And, you know, I'm not saying that there's a one-size-fits-all solution. It, everyone mm-hmm. is different, you know, on their journey, the adversity, the upbringing and experiences they have. So, you know, I'm by no means am I saying that you know, what worked for me can necessarily work for others or it may take longer. Yeah, of course. But, but, um, you know, some just things that I've personally, you know, been working on, especially recently over the past few months is, you know, gratitude. So, you know, every day Mm. I try to, uh, or I do, you know, note, like what were the highlights from yesterday? Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, I list things like that and it can be very mundane things. It could be trivial things or personal things like family and friends but you know just having this cultivating this regular attitude of gratitude you know even right. for a few minutes right. really goes a long way because when you recognize what you oh, have yeah. right in front of you you are then able to uh, go after your goals or whatever you're trying to do in from a place of abundance as opposed to mm. from a place of lacking which i think is huge so yeah little things like that and you know i would challenge everyone including you know myself and you to even just every day ask hey what am i grateful for and list out three things and you know mm-hmm. some days it might be hard, harder or not as obvious but you know then if you have to answer three things well then you're going to say something maybe as trivial as like i'm i'm happy for you know the roof in my head or i'm happy that i have internet yeah i'm happy that knowledge. the sun's out today right so you you know you can start picking up little things big things but i think cultivating that is definitely huge and you know a lot of people mm. might be surprised of you know, what they do have going for them, you know, that they may have neglected until they actually are forced to think about it. Exactly. And when you're forced to think about all the small bullshit that are, it's not bullshit, but the things that we don't account for and all the small great things that are really great, but we kind of overlook it for these super general pictures and like, okay, I don't got the wife and kids and I don't got a white picket fence. 
And uh, but then we we kind of skip over on these daily joys and all these things that could be a daily joy to us, you know. So being aware, I guess, is another thing of details is another recommendation. And and I want to quickly mention about details with uh, you know, and I, we got to get back to the realm thing again because I feel like we didn't do it justice. But when 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 I'm in a, a critical point in my life and I know that there's a lot of change or I'm in a transition and I just got out of a big transition, what I start to really focus on and pay a lot of attention to is small coincidences. Mm. Not, a, not, not maybe big things happen, but mainly small, very tiny. I was thinking about somebody and then I walked into men, uh, when I went to the cafe. Or I had meant to call somebody and then when I went and got some food, I ran into them on the street. And small things like that, or even even like I dropped, you know, let's say I was going to a meeting and I dropped some stuff or I forgot something and now I'm a little late. Well, maybe that wasn't the meeting for me. And uh, and 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 when I'm in these moments of transition, I put those uh, those my spidey senses on that area is really starting to get hot because I want to hear how is the 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 reality is going to communicate with me in coincidences in weird things happening in mm-hmm. oh that was kind of strange oh well, i don't know why that whoever some here's a coincidence right now someone's trying to give me a phone call and we're recording this that's a fucking coincidence yeah. and i you know so things like that i would pick up this phone call i'm not going to pick up but scenarios and small details like what's going on here this is kind of a good thing i'm kind of getting pushed Maybe these are little small bad coincidences. Maybe I'm what was. Let me micro adjust, you know. And in times like that, I found that appreciating. And that's why I like what you said about appreciating the small things, like starting small in general. You know, hey, hey, be creative. Well, you folded paper. Well, that's good enough. You know, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. You need to be an origami master tomorrow. You know, you're gonna yeah. get there. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, again, that could be a whole other topic about how it's the little things that kind of add up over time that really make the difference. But um, Mm. I really love that connection you made, the gratitude, and then being able to be more observant of the little things because, you know, that's really what it is. It's not not just, uh, it's not when you, you know, thinking about the realm or anything that, you know, all of a sudden you become more lucky or that opportunities just come to you. It's it's you programming yourself to be more aware of maybe what was staring you right in the face or what you wouldn't have noticed before. Right, right. So absolutely. And and that's I guess the overall big thing is programming ourselves. And we grow up with all this programming and uh you know, and I think a, a lot of the a lot of the difficulty with the self-concept is bad programming that we have from growing up. And it's not anyone's in particular fault and we don't got to get into blaming people, but we all have these and and it's our responsibility individually to go and fix that damn programming and just to fix it and then maybe if you got the energy after you fix it make it a little better improve it get back to zero and then see if you could add a little bit of spice you know just turn it up a little bit and maybe later you turn it up a little bit more and and uh having like let's say about self-concept if i thought or for example we were talking that damn i'm just i'm just a lazy bastard i ain't no good uh-huh. and i wake up late you know every day i'm i'm fucking doing all this bullshit i'm just lazy bastard well, you're damn right. Now you're going to keep being a lazy bastard, you know? And if we say, hey, I was never really, no one ever, or maybe you don't got to do it in internet. That's kind of negative to say I did wasn't, I wasn't given this skill. But if you say, no, I'm not lazy. I, I'm actually motivated. 
I'm actually, you know, I'm actually up and doing shit and I'm productive. And actually, and then you can start to see, well, hey, maybe, you know, that's starting to come to you now. Those things are starting to, because you, like you said, are programming yourself to see the world differently. It's not like the world itself is changing around you. We're interacting with it differently. Oh, for or, sure. I mean, there could, the world could also be changing, but, you know, it's that re-self-programming, which is, it doesn't ever stop, man. That's the, the, the funny thing, too, is that even... Even, I'm noticing that even on the higher levels I go and the more understanding I have or overstanding and the more knowledge that I'm gaining, it's still, like, things are still difficult. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like you just get to a certain level of bliss and then the whole world just, fall, like, bends over for you. Mm-hmm. That's also not that. That would also be kind of strange. So it's like, it's like appreciating the small things, growing, and knowing that there's still going to be difficult ass situations that are going to come up no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and those yeah. having those difficult situations and adversities don't see them necessarily as bad things. You know, those are very yeah, much what exactly. helps make life, you know, meaningful. It makes the good things relative to you know the bad. And then again, you realize that those are often vehicles for growth. So don't view it in the traditional sense that society or programming tells you is that feeling bad or mm-hmm. adversity is, you know, equals bad. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And then the last thing I just wanted to mention earlier, you mentioned uh, sort of like the self-fulfilling prophecy. So if someone says, you know, mm-hmm. same per- one person believes I'm lazy, the other pre- believes they're motivated, you know, they're they're both right. Um, so I think it's uh, mm. you know, just an interesting thing, again, about kind of the self-concept and, again, reprogramming. I think, you know, reprogramming ourselves. I just took a note. You know, maybe that's sort of an overarching theme in terms of the work that we're we're about to embark on. But yeah, and I, I want to make a I want to make a side note that came to me too. Is mm-hmm. uh, I just thought about this that you know everything we're gonna talk about, we do talk about, and it doesn't mean that that people don't have difficult lives, and it doesn't mean that we're trying to take anything away from people with difficult lives. I've had difficult life. You've had difficult life in in respects. Everybody's had. There's there's a lot of difficult lives, and and so I don't I don't want to make it seem like as soon as you start thinking about these high minded uh, ideas and concepts, you, you know you're just gonna get away from a difficult life or that you'll never have to deal with difficulties ever again. Uh, and I also don't want to take away from the people who are dealing with difficulties and maybe maybe have been in three lifetimes of difficult lives back to back. And are having a very hard time getting out of that, you know. So I don't want to uh, try to, I don't want to try to segment certain certain people who may listen or even in my own mind. Like once you're once you start thinking about this stuff, you're good. You know what I mean? It's like right. this too pompous kind of like as soon as you know philosophy, the life, you're gonna life's gonna be great. Yeah, right. Look at us. We're amazing. You know, you, know you get on our level. Yeah. No, it's, it's, not, it's definitely none of that shit. Not being pretentious. Yeah. Everyone is their own experiences that, you know, you know, is unique to them. And everyone's at a different point in the journey. So, and, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I don't want to have these conversations you share to say that it's the only way or that it's, um, you know, the one single formula that works. Of course, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully sharing these concepts sparks you know, an idea for people, or maybe they realize, hey, you know what, I got to start smaller, or maybe I've already got that concept down. Um, so, right, right, absolutely, yeah, because it's in a way, it's it's also, you know, and I, I want to touch back to it. This is for us as well, and mm-hmm. this is part of us dealing with challenges, and part of us bringing that energy out and communicating, and 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 building on our self concepts. You know, so 
Definitely. I don't have all the so, answers. Yeah. This is this is definitely educational and, and beneficial for me as well. So it's a, it's a journey we, we're going on together. Nice, man. Awesome. Well, so I think we're uh, pretty much, uh, you know, at the time, I'd just say, you know, a few takeaways, okay. even though there was a lot, you know, if I were just a very high level sum it up, but there was, of course, so much baked into it. Um, again, you know, the realm, this concept of the realm or planet, whatever you want to call it, it it's something that wants to communicate with all of us. Um, and it mm-hmm. can be our best partner if we, you know, leverage it. So we might as well do so. And a lot of things like doing productive things, being creative, positive, those are all healthy tools that allow us to connect with the realm in a meaningful way. And having mm-hmm. a positive self-concept is a choice, something that um, reinforces that we're all evolving and we, we're dynamic and we can change for the better. And it's just a tool that can be used that we should all start doing in whatever little way that is to, um, you know, ultimately become more productive, do what we're out here to do and Mm. leverage the realm. And it's something that we can all do right away, whether it's things like meditation or being disciplined, having gratitude. Those are all things we can do to start small to ultimately get to a place where, you know, we reprogram some of these, you know, hardwired things in ourselves and ultimately Mm -hmm. allow us to be the best versions of ourselves. Yeah, I I would say a big takeaway is definitely starting small and appreciating the small little things you can do and small little things you already have and, uh, and, and even the capacity that you have already. If you can only, you know, if you only have the materials and the capacity to do one tiny thing, well then try to do that as often as possible. I think that would be, that'd be a really great thing to do and it doesn't have to, so there's no prerequisites is the idea you know everything i want to talk about and everything every time i'm discussing stuff like this with people i hope that it's clear that there's no prerequisites other than you got to start doing the we have to start doing the work ourselves and we're not waiting for more money or a certain amount of money we're not waiting for different materials or a better life or we're not waiting for aliens to come down and you know all this that there's no prerequisite it can begin any moment when we have the right mindset, we can start all these things. That's that's kind of what I would take away from it. Beautifully said, brother. Amen to that. Well, Matt, always a pleasure. And uh, anybody out there listening, a pleasure also. Hopefully we can we can hear from you guys in a way. And uh, I'm not such the scripted guy, but we made it through this one. And, you know, I'm really excited just to share this, to be able to share this space with you, Matt, and to see where this goes. You know, I'm just... I love seeing things happen. I love seeing art or just design and creativity start to get into the world. And whatever it turns into, it doesn't even matter. You know, I just really love that act of recycling and getting the energy out, man. So super grateful to be able to do that with you, man. Likewise, brother. Beautifully said. Thank you. All right. We are going to end this transmission. Until next time. Peace.